always been a coward, but I'm a lion at heart, though. Got the tin man and the scarecrow. And you know Josie gonna be my hoe. Yo, feeling like a slave who broke up off the chain. Me and Harriet just hopped up on a train. No more getting what we copped a whip today. When I start the balling, master gonna be calling. He can't keep up, we be plantation hopping. I'm about to have a whole world popping. Once I get started, but now niggas Yo, stop me. All of my, all of my life. All of my, all of my life. Waiting for people to acknowledge and do me right. Put me up in the spotlight. Take me to the wizard. Yeah. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Candice Denae for BYNKRadio.com, and I'm here with one of our artist spotlights. What's your name, and where are you repping? Yo, I'll go by the name of Silas, and I'm from Jackson, Mississippi. Down All right. South with it. Mississippi in the building? Yeah, most definitely. Tell me a little bit about what hip-hop is like in Mississippi. Like, I've never been there, and I know, like, the South in general is known for a lot of big artists coming up out of there, and, you know, big, train-changing sounds. Yeah. I guess um, if I was to sum up, you know, what I thought uh, hip hop was like in Mississippi, um, to be honest with you, man, there's no like direct genre to go to. It's like a big melting pot, and I think um, I think we got like tons of artists. You know, we all good at different things. So I believe it's a place where you know um, you can you can get whatever you need to get, you know, from hip hop. For real, it's like Gullah Gullah Island. Yeah, most of yeah. <laughs> Everybody, let's go. Let's go. Nigga, let's go. Let's go. To a motherfucking place that you ain't never been to. But keep it on a low. On a low. Where you can absolutely, positively kick it on the side of the stove. Sipping on that 4-0. Nigga, fuck the 5-0 with your pit bull. Don't let them roam around, though. When the pack of the loud, go ahead, you can blow. Ain't a motherfucking noose on the aisle. Already been burnt on the pile. You ain't never, ever got to worry with your motherfucker. Whoop in the gun to the back of the head of a child. Go wild. Welcome to the land of the color. All we do is win, never suffer, ain't no cops in the cover Well, every kid on the block never had a clock Wait, that single is so crazy to me And I guess, like, it's probably because that sample, like I'm assuming I'm a little mm-hmm. bit older than you But I remember Gullah Gullah Island being on in my house Like, I knew that was a black show coming on What makes you choose that single? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, it was, I guess it was more of a thing of fate, man Um I didn't go into it thinking like uh, this is gonna be the single. Um, I I met a cat at a uh, at a at a party, and he was like playing beat, and I was like, man, I gotta work with, I gotta work with him. So uh, somebody gave me his contact, and I found like his SoundCloud, and I, I the record was on his SoundCloud. It was it was already sampled, everything was done. He had the hook laced and everything, and I was like, I hit him up, and I was like, man, I can't believe nobody's like you know. Uh, jumped to get this record yet, and I was like, man, like, you know, what I got to do uh, to get this record, you know, I got a, a great idea for it, and he was like, uh, yeah, man, you can get it, like, you know, it was a joke to me, so I was like, okay, cool, so uh name of the producer is Don Shea did it, and uh, I grabbed the record, and, you know, I recorded it, and it, it did what it did, so that's how it became the single, uh, you know, it kind of, like, you know, worked its own magic, so we kind of really didn't have a choice but to, like, run with that one, so, and that's the story with it. Okay, that's what's sad. Like, the video was different, too. Like, I, tell us a little bit about your inspiration for the video treatment. Well, you know, of course, man, it's a blessing uh, to be black and still be alive, like, you know, at this moment in time, you know, with everything that's going on, you know, um, I just drew inspiration, you know, from all the situations that's going on, you know, with uh, with, with the movements and whatnot, and and, um, and all these, you know, different instances of, of people dying for no particular reason, 
you know, uh, being in, a, you know, in, in places, you know, that any other any other person could be in, and you still, you know, being discriminated against. And you know, I feel like as a musician, you know, it's our duty, uh, especially if you got like a platform to put it out there, uh, where a lot of people are gonna see it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's gonna take like this is such a social media based world that we're in right now, um, and social media has such a large influence. So I feel like anytime I got a chance where I can like, you know, I can put, you know social problems out there i need to do it and you know enlighten my people to what's going on no definitely it's very important um i sat down with another artist jay pierce and his crew and we were talking about that as well you know having when you have this type of influence upon people that you do need to make sure that you give some kind of message you know that's not just funny games all the time um but usually, right. like, I feel like a lot of times, especially with black artists, you don't always see that as, like, their single they're putting out to the world. You know, it's like a B-side or something. Well, so, yeah, I, I totally agree with that. While we're talking about social media and whatnot, I've been on the internet, and you are, mm-hmm. like, a funny-ass dude. <laughs> oh, okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like... In general, you have all these comedy videos on there. What made you, like, want to go from Trey Parker to Dear Silas? Basically, uh, you know, comedy was always a way out uh, for me, you know, as far as uh, it was an outlet, you know, I can go to where I can express myself, you know, and also, like, being, you know, like, picked on younger, you know, that was my way out, you know. Shit, you know, talk about yourself before anybody else could talk about you. So um, I was using it, you know, uh, initially as a tool to to promote my music. And, you know, it was working. It was working to a, to a certain extent. But at the same time, it was kind of overpowering, you know, what I really wanted to do at the end of the day, uh, which is music. And when that happened, I had to kind of fall back because... I had to kind of fall back because it was like, it was taking over what I really wanted to do. And I was thinking like, man, um, people are listening to my music, but at the same time, they listen to my music, but at the same time, they're like, yeah, I, w- I want to see more comedy. So it was like, it was overpowering like the music. And that's what I want to do first and foremost. I'm a musician at the end of the day. So I was like, man, I, I really got to like, uh, chill out with that for a second. Not saying I don't ever want to do it again. Cause you know, at the end of the day, it's one of my passions, but I really, uh, I told myself I was really going to just focus on music. So I decided to go uh, with my real name, which is Silas. I mean, Trey is my name. I'm the third. So, you know, that's a nickname when I was given as a kid, but I decided to transition and just kind of start fresh and start new and just, you know, do music full on and let everything fall into place later on. Okay. I can understand that. Like, when I was doing my little investigation, I guess we can call it, and I was going through your YouTube channel, I was like, wow, this cat's real funny. But you kind of reminded me of, like, a Donald Glover slash Childish Gambino. I'm just like, wow, he's so talented. Like, he's cracking me up. I'm listening to his music in my car, like, not just because I'm interviewing him, but because I actually like it. And <laughs> I'm sitting here like, wow. He could be a triple threat. I'm like, if he's writing everything and producing everything, because I saw you have some produ- some production credits on your uh, tape that's out. So I'm sitting here like, wow, dude could be a triple yeah. threat. Like, trumpet, 
producer, <laughs> comedian, rapper? Like, is that something that you could see yourself doing later in life? Like, all of the above? Or are you definitely hard set on music as the number one? I mean, first and foremost, like, I appreciate you, you know, everything you said. So thank you for that. But, uh, yeah, like, I mean, as a whole, you know, I look at myself as just being a creative, you know, like, it's, it's so much stuff, you know, that I would, I would love to do. And um, just so many different avenues. I, like, I want to conquer in life, and music is one of them, you know. Um, music just happens to be my favorite out of all of those things. But, but, yeah, eventually, I do, you know. I wouldn't mind having, a you know, a sitcom, or, you know, or a TV show, or, or, you know, writing stuff for other people, or doing production, you know, you know, all of these things, you know, just balls into one, some big type of entertainment company, you know, one day. But, you know, at the same time, it's kind of hard when you do so much stuff, you know, because you find yourself, you know, juggling everything, mm-hmm. you know. So me finding balance was uh, just trying to stick to one thing. And once I got that one thing, like, mastered, I figured, you know, everything will fall into place after that. So, yeah, in the long run, I do I do hope to do all of that. But for now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick to this and see what happens. No, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I feel a little groupyish now because I'm like, yeah, you know, you could be doing everything. But it's, I feel like so many people mute themselves from their God-given talents. And, like, I shared your uh, channel with a couple of my friends and, like, everybody's cracking up, you know. And then I sent your single to, you know, some people that I know. Um, I'm from the West, so, like, most of my friend base is out there. Um you know, and they're just like, man, this cat's good. Like, I like this type of stuff. So it's not just one person saying it, but you have a sound that I think crosses past what people traditionally think of rap. You know, your album cover. Yeah. I think I, um, I was on a YouTube channel and I saw you, I think, on Chime Edwards' channel. And I had hit the link. And the first thing I noticed was like, oh, homie's down with Naruto. <laughs> yeah, yeah, most <laughs> Oh, that's cool, man. Damn. I appreciate you, uh, you know, sharing the love with your friends and stuff, too, man. That's, like, at the end of the day, that's the most important thing, you know, making sure, you know, other people, you know, can see see what that particular person, you know, in this case, being me, is, you know, see what they're doing, and, you know. So thank you for that, too. Hey, that's what BYNK is here for. You know, we want to promote people who are making music that's different from mainstream. Um, because we know that it's not always so easy to break into that mainstream market. Which brings me to my next question. Is your local radio station, like, are they showing you love? Are you getting your singles played? And, you know, how does that process work for you? Um, you know, at the time, I'm, I'm not really, uh, I'm not really sure. Uh, I'm not sure, like, if, if I'm getting tons of things. I kind of, like, I don't pay attention to the radio as much. Um, just for the sole fact that, I kind of feel like, man, like a radio is a place where you can kind of like die and burn and crash real quick. But what do you mean? I hear people tell me, <laughs> like, I guess, okay, let me explain it. So I don't know. Like, I feel like, man, radio, radio is a great thing, right? Like, it's a platform where, you know, it can put you out uh, to so many people. But at the same time, um, it, can, it can run you into the ground, too. But it just, at the end of the day, it, it depends on, you know, the particular audience that you're interested in. And I feel like, yeah, I'd love to be on the radio, but if it doesn't happen, I'm not stressing it. Um, I'd be just fine with, you know, 
you know, have my music played in different outlets. But I hear people a lot of times tell me, like, yeah, I heard, I heard your uh, I heard your track on the radio. You know, I like it, you know, but I don't really listen to the radio, so I'm not sure, like, if it's just getting spinning that heavy. Uh, but I've heard, I've heard, you know, it's doing pretty good, so. <laughs> no, that's not bad. So since you're not listening to the radio, what are you listening to? I listen to... Um, I listen to, like, you know, I get on my, my apps or whatever. I, I listen to Apple Music a lot. Um, I kind of, I'm just now starting to get back into uh, listening to music. Because usually, like, when I'm working on a project, I don't listen to any. I don't listen to anything, you know, um, and just not because I don't want to. Like, I, I'm, like, anytime somebody drops something new, I'm like, I'm, and I'm a fan of that artist. I'm dying to listen to it. I'm like, man, shit, I really want to listen to this. But I don't want to be influenced by anything they got going on. Like, even if it's subconsciously influenced, and sometimes, like, you don't have to, like, want to be influenced to not, you know, to be influenced. It'll happen without you even knowing it. And then before you know it, I got to, I'm, I'm making a song that's similar to somebody else's in some form or fashion. And I never did want to do that. Like, I want, like, usually when I'm, like, uh, creating, like, I lock myself into this world for, I don't know, X amount of months or a year or two or whatever. And once I get done with that, and, I'm, and I put the, the, you know, the bow on the package, I go back and I grab up everything that I missed over the course of however how long it took me to do what I had to do. Like I um shit, uh I'm trying to think of anybody. Like Kendrick, you know, like uh like his last project, it took like I just listened to that like not too long ago. Not because I didn't want to, you know. <laughs> but man, I just you know, like I had to stay away from stuff because, you know, I know he's such a you know, a talent musician, you know, and it's easy to get caught up in what somebody else is doing. Oh, for sure. Kendrick is definitely very lyrical, but that just sounds like open up like a time capsule. Like, man, from last year, what happened while I was in the lab? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and it's cool too because because like I got so much, I got like a ton of shit to just you know just twiddle my fingers to you know and, and, and go through and just chill you know, and then it's it's kind of unbiased too because like. I don't really, like, look at, um, like, none of the reviews and all that stuff like that, like, or, of course, I, I might see people posting it, but I kind of stay out of it, you know, and, and then at that way, I mean, doing it, I, I can still have my own opinion about it, and you know, but, but yeah, I, I do that from time to time. So, I mean, but as of right now, I'm not working on any, like, uh, like major projects, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm working and writing, you know, from time to time, so, you know, I am available to listen <laughs> to uh, other at the moment. So, well, yeah. I mean, like, when you're not doing shows and stuff, though, right? Of course, of course, most definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is not that, not that often. So, um, I get, I, I get, I get a little time a day, you know. Maybe devote, like, maybe 30 minutes a week <laughs> out to, uh, listen to small records or whatever. And, you know, you can't let everything get yeah. in between you and your goals. And like you said, when you aren't working on something, it's real easy to listen to. But I can easily see your point about, you know, being influenced and whatnot while you're working on something. Um, but I did want to ask, because, you know, I just kind of threw it out there about, you know, doing shows and stuff. For an artist like you, like, how would you describe your sound? Because, like, I kind of threw my own opinion out there and... You know, there might be some people listening that may not have heard your single yet or heard your mixtape yet or, you know, been to your YouTube channel. What would you describe uh, the Silas sound as? Um, hmm. I never thought about it before. 
I guess of uh, yeah, I hate to say one thing, but I guess we'll I, say a I, bunch I, I of things. <laughs> you okay. know, okay, you don't have cool. to lock yourself down to one genre or just one experience that yeah. you want people to get from your music. You can tell us all of. Okay, cool. Well, I, I know for sure, like you know, um, it's super nostalgic. If nothing else, um, and that's just because I draw a lot of energy um, from my past. You know, when I do my music. You know, like where I was and where I, you know, uh, was trying to go on where I am now. Um, like a lot, of, even on my album, you know, I talk a lot about my childhood. Like I basically give a story, you know, from then up until now to this point and how that molded me into, you know, what I am right now. You know, even if I didn't like what was particularly going on at the moment. I know. You know, uh, it, the person I am right now. So, you know, it's, it's something to be thankful in that too. Well, let's take but an yeah, interjection that, moment I'm, and drop the name of the album for people who may not know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The name of the album is The Day I Died. And you do a little plug right quick. It's available on www.dear-silas.com. Is that like a cool radio voice? Was it? Right? It was. I'm just like, that's dope. We might have to employ you over here. You know, welcome to BYNK Radio and my Silas voice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Most dope, yeah. Silas voice, I like that. Yeah. I'm not even gonna lie, I'll yeah, put that yeah, on Twitter. I, I go ahead. Yeah, so, I'm in the rich. <laughs> but um, yeah, the album is the day I died. The reason it's called the day I died is um, I felt like um, at one point in my life was the day I gave up on myself, and um, what I meant by that is how I explain it. What I meant by that is I stopped at the core of myself, like, I stopped being, like, who I was on the inside, you know, to appease, you know, and, uh, like, other people, other people's feelings, and, you know, like, to impress people, you know, and, and for a great portion of my life, you know, it worked, you know, and, you know, I was considered this, and I was considered that, you know, that, and everything I was working towards, you know, the boy doing it and changing myself, it worked in my favor, but at the end of the day, like, I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't have it, because, you know, I gave up a lot of stuff I like to do, you know, because it was considered unpopular, you know, uh, just to be this, like, image of what people thought was cool. So um, that was me revisiting, like, all of that, you know, and just talking about how, like, I kind of, like, X out. Like, I, you know, I let go friends, you know, uh, just to be some, you know, I wasn't, you know, just because I thought that was important at the time and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. No, I, I can totally get it. Like, being from the area that I grew up in, like, anytime I come around black people, like, you talk like a white girl, you know? You always kind of get yeah. those things, and it's from not being with stereotypically black and, you know, just scrolling through and whatnot. Would you consider yourself kind of like the alternative black person, or I guess what they're calling it now is black geek culture, black geek culture you know, where... You watch anime, and you know all the Dragon Ball Z by heart, and you might have some comic books at your house. <laughs> you know, you know, and what's crazy is, um, I don't, I don't, I don't even know if, like, if that's the subculture in itself, because I think, I think the majority of people are like that. I just, it's just the only, it's, it's only a small percentage who admit it, you know, um, like, you know, I know niggas that, you know, uh, They'll pull a block out on you in a second, you know what I'm saying? But then they'll be like, hey, did you see, like, when Freezer 
was fighting, uh, you know, Goku, and it was about to explode. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I know these cats. I know these same niggas. You know, I know these are locked up right now. You know, and they crazy about anime. You know, so I think what it is is just, man, like, you know, you you either like, I think the people who don't care, you know, they they just say fuck society. You know, and we're going to live within this place that we like being in, you know, while other people, they like to like it in secrecy. And like, yeah, I like it, but only when I'm at home, and, you know, and not too many people can judge me about it. <laughs> For real, like, I only know the Cell Saga inside these four walls. That's it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, shit. That's funny. <laughs> hey, it yeah, happens. I, I married a black geek. It happens. <laughs> but I also know that it's very difficult when, you know, you're growing up and everybody's like, you know, you need to act like this or you need to sound like that or you need to look like this to stay true to yourself, let alone find yourself. Yeah. Totally yeah, man. It's, I, I think I think it's like, um, it's just going, going back to the, you know, the influence thing, man. Um, people are influenced by so many things, you know, especially like, you know, culturally, like on a large level, like if you like your favorite celebrity doing something, then, you know, you, you know, you feel like that's the way, you know. But I think one thing with, you know, with this whole, like the whole black geek culture is like it's becoming so more open now. And, and you got so many artists, like, you know, some of the past that you named that, that are out here doing it, you know, and they open with everything. And now it's, it's, it's seemingly like not even geek shit anymore. Like it's, it's kind of in a way it's cool uh, to like anime. It's cool to like play video games. It's cool like the you know, dress alternatively, you know, and shit like that, like, that's, that's kind of like the wave, you know, now, you know, so, I guess so, but yeah. I know, I feel like we'll see after, you know, the hipsters and everyone is trying to be on the next biggest thing drop off, <laughs> and see if, you know, right. really, if who's really down. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that make a lot of sense, but yeah, we, yeah, let's say about another six months. Yeah, you know, it's in and out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shit, I'm here to stay, goddammit. So. <laughs> I mean, I hope so. Like, I would like that. I think it's probably a good idea to still be around. Like, you definitely have a message that you can put out there. Um, and it shows through your album. Like, I was in the car the other day. That one Saturday morning popped up. Pick it up a bit. And you feel it from your feet up to your lips, huh? They'll never understand. Hell, I don't even understand. Sometimes I just see things and not even my mind can begin to comprehend, but I could. Always feel it in my heart, even in a padded room with a tank of sharks and electric sparks. Ain't a way you could ever keep us apart. Hold up. Five hours of summer, once a week. Yeah. Five hours of summer, it's what we need. Yeah. I remember you mentioned saying that, you know, it's a lot of nostalgia on that album. I was scrolling through mm-hmm. my phone trying to find, like, the original theme song from that one Saturday morning to show my husband, like, yo, you don't remember this? <laughs> <laughs> Just like, you don't know about uh, one Saturday morning? But that was, like, bananas. Like, what, where did you come from with that? Man, it, I mean, just just going back, like, uh, um, I used to love, like, intro. Like, it, it was, like, a, it was kind of corny starting off, you know, with a whole bunch of, like, it was like some, I don't know, some folk tales, like country singing shit at the beginning of the, of the intro. But then it got to the end and it just it just sounded like some, it was like this big 280 pound black lady who's who singing at church 
every Sunday she got all the clothes and then she just came in singing. And I was like, man, this shit sounds so good. I was like, damn, like I gotta, like I used to love that part and I used to sing it all the time. I used, I remember like when we used to come on, um, shit, like we had them like VCRs back in the gap. So like I record that one portion off TV and just keep rewinding that whole right, you know, back and forth just to hear that one part over and over again. And I was like, I just knew like one day I wanted to do something with that. So and That's finally dedication. I got the opportunity to go ahead and do it. <laughs> yeah, man, like for real. <laughs> I got a lot of shit like that, but it's just, you know, it's about timing, you know, execution and doing stuff at the right time and not rushing it. And I felt like, you know, finally the day had came where I could, you know, I could do something with that and it would make sense. Yeah, it turned out well. I will definitely say that much. So while we're talking about, you know, singles and stuff on the album, is Nikki real? Like, was this a real experience oh, yeah. with Nikki? <laughs> 110% real, yeah. Very, 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 yeah. I was like, yeah, that really happened, for real. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I saw still alive and well, you know, I don't really know, like, her whereabouts or nothing like that, but, uh, yeah, I ain't, I ain't seen it since then, so, yeah, it was really, it was, uh, a nigga had, like, puppy love, you know, or whatever. I was, uh, infatuated and whatnot and all this, and that type of shit, but yeah. I'm telling you, some pink hair bows, though. Like, who can resist <laughs> the pink hair <laughs> <Nobody>. <laughs> So how important do you think it is to have music on your album that reflects your personal experience? Because, you know, for instance, there is a lot of talk and it's always a lot of talk about rappers who maybe fabricate in their stories or, you know, always getting their influences from someone else. Like Rick Ross, for example, you know, everyone always questions his street cred. Like, he ain't real. He ain't this. He yeah. ain't that. How important do you think that is to tell a true story through your music? I mean, it's it's one hundred percent important. It's it's very important to me. I mean, I mean, when you fabricate uh, shit, it'll eventually come to the light, you know. And you got to think like a lot of these people that's listening to your story, you know, they listening to it because they feel like they can relate to you. So you like they everything, you know. Like man, he's he's just like me, you know. Da 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 da, and then like. You know, a year or two later, you know, it comes out that, oh, yeah, all that shit was, like, a lie. It's like you kind of, like, stab that person in the heart. Like, you know, this person they've been looking up to and they've been supporting you and they've been purchasing your, your merchandise and your CDs and coming to your shows. And, and like, you're not even the person that you told them that you were. So uh, it's, it's important to be legit, man, you know, because eventually it's going to come back to haunt you. So you might as well just, shit, just, just tell the truth. Like, even if you feel like, Man, this shit is lame. Ain't nobody gonna be like it's somebody out there that can relate to you. And that's the most important thing, like that's you know, we're building a core fan base, you know. Somebody out there, you know, has had similar struggles, uh, to what you had, you know. Like I can't I can't I don't have I don't I can't say like, um, I sold drugs, you know, I never done that shit. Like I you know, um, I thought about it a couple of times, but you know, like sooner or later if I did say that you know, people will find out because a lot of niggas know me and they know that I ain't never done nothing like that before. So, you know, but it just comes with, you know, with shit like that. So I, I really do feel like it's important to, like, just be be honest, you know, from the get-go and everything will work itself out. True. I'm like, while we over here talking about selling drugs, every time I see a Sally Mae bill, I'm like, man, I'm getting closer and closer to life of crime. <laughs> now, look, I... I, I don't get me wrong. I, I like I said, I didn't thought, <laughs> I didn't thought about it. 
and that ain't in, uh that don't always that don't entirely go without me saying that, you know, I might not drop off a couple of bags, you know, tonight. Yeah, I feel you on that, yeah. Goddamn uh Ellen made the biggest boss of them all. Shit. Man. Nobody fucking with her. Ain't nobody That's hustling harder than Sally Mae. <laughs> and like the cold party, she's like, legit. Like the, <laughs> right. She call you and she's like, yeah, I, I saw you at the club last night buying bottles, you know. You got my money? <laughs> Thank like you. That. And don't say no to her because <laughs> she'll be at your job next. <laughs> for real, for real. Yeah, let me, get, let me get some of that paycheck up out there real quick. Mm-hmm. And she do it in silence, you won't even know. So earlier in the interview, you mentioned that comedy was your outlet for, you know, being picked on. What? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you think that affected the person that you are now? Um, it made me strong and confident as fuck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it, like, for real, like, it helps build character. Um, like, you know, it was, it was a point in time, man, like, I used to be so, like, ashamed of myself and and, you know, afraid to, like, you know, say, like, speak up and talk in front of people and all of this and that. And, you know, just for the simple fact of somebody saying, you know, shut your lame ass up or some shit like that. Were you, you the know, shy kid? I used to be like, man, it was like, I was, I was never shy. But, like, damn, like, you know, when, like, when folks treat you a certain way all the time, it'll shut you up real quick. You know, so you, you like, it's like you trapped inside yourself. Like, you know, like, damn, I want to talk. I want to say this, I want to say that, but when I say it, you know, somebody going to have some slick shit to say, so maybe I just ought not say nothing, you know, and so it grew into a thing where, like, you know, I was getting picked on, and I was getting, like, clowned every day, and, you know, until one day I just said, fuck it, you know, uh, I'm going to start, I'm going to start clowning niggas right back when they clown me, or before they can even say nothing to something about me, I'm going to shame myself, you know, you know, and, and everything will be okay, you know, and it, and it worked out, you know, for the most part. But it did help me, man. It helps you be more creative, too. Like, you know, comedians have to be, um, you have to be ready at all times. You got to be on point. You got to know how to freestyle. Like, you got to come off the top, like, like for real, for real. And it helps out. That goes hand-in-hand with acting. It goes hand-in-hand with, you know, being a hip-hop artist, especially, like, you know, like, you know, you never know when something crazy can happen on stage and the track could just drop without all the sound cut off and shit. You got to, you know, you got to go in and put bars down, you know, freestyle some shit, you know. So that, that most definitely helped me out, you know, with all of that, like, all the way around the table. And so, you you know, lights go out, you singing your own hook, too? What's we'll that again? I said, if the lights go out, are you singing your own hook, too? Like, you got vocals like that? Oh, shit, I'm all right, you know. So I, try, I try to do what I can when I can, you know, but... <laughs> I ain't no Luther or nothing like that, but you know, I can hold it to him or yeah. whatever. <laughs> nothing like, you know, train friends at the birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. None of that shit. <laughs> yeah, so, I try, I try. With you um, in your trumpet, is that something that we can be looking forward to hearing from on new singles, or is that something that we putting down to pursue just strictly being a vocalist? No, nah, no, nah, man, I'm, I'm gonna do it. Like you know, um, you can most definitely look, you know, look forward to hearing uh, more of that. I'm just like you know, I'm in a, I'm in a place right now where I'm just, I'm trying to cultivate and craft exactly what I want, you know, and where I'm trying to take my music, uh, you know, to like, like how I want people to feel when they hear it, and all of that plays a part, you know, whether it be rapping, me singing, 
you know, me playing porn, you know, or, you know, rapping, it's all going to be a part of, like, another bigger picture and what I'm trying to do. So, yeah, like, even if, even if I'm playing some shit in the background and it's turned all the way down, like, a negative team, but you can still hear it a little bit, like, it's, it's going to be in there. Okay. So, what do you want for your listeners to take away from your music? I want them to, uh, I want them to know that it's cool. I know this, uh, this sounds so cliche, but it, the shit is true. I had to learn it the hard way. But it's it's okay to be you. Like It's okay to uh, be comfortable in your own skin. You know, uh, <clears throat> you, it's, 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 uh, it's crazy that, you know, like m- most people, including myself a while back, you look for acceptance, you know, in people so hard, you know, and you think you got to do all this and you got to do that, you know. But if you just be you, and you you be yourself 100% of the time, even if people like, like at the beginning, they'd be like, what the fuck is he on? You know what I'm saying? If you consistently that way all the time, they don't really have a choice but to fuck with you. They'd be like, well, yeah, that's him, and any shit I could do about it. So, hey, you know, so just, you know, being, you know, being yourself is always, you know, cool. Yeah, and like you say, like, you no know, fabrication and who you are. Tell the truth, man, you know. You know, be real about your experiences. So, yeah. All right. Um, any upcoming projects for you? Like tours, shows, okay. something that you want people to come out and check on? Yeah, man. I got, I got like, a uh, tour coming up soon in June. Um, as far as uh, projects, like, as, um, like releasing music, I'm always working on stuff, so not particularly sure about that right now, but we just driving this album into the uh, into the streets as hard as we can. But everything you need to know as far as what I got coming up is always gonna be on the website, which is beer silos.com. So like that's the that's the easiest outlet to get like any type of information about what I got coming up. That's the official site. Yep. All right, awesome. Is the album available on it? Yep, the album is uh is streaming via SoundCloud. Um so my SoundCloud is Dear Stylist. But yeah, the, um, the album is already it's like embedded on the website. So all you got to do is go to the website and you can click play and it's right there for you. It's also available for download um, on the website or you can just go to the SoundCloud uh, app, search my name, and it'll be right there, silent, the day I die. Have you worked with any of the larger artists coming out of Mississippi like David Banner or Big Crit? I just... Uh, I just recently met David Banner, like, uh, maybe about a month or two ago. Real cool cat. You know, he gave me his blessings, you know, and told me to keep doing what I was doing. He loved the record. So, you know, that was like a, uh, a great experience. Uh, you know, just, you know, getting that, you know, that blessing, you know, and the passing of the torch. Um, uh, I performed with Big Sun, uh, a couple of months ago too, man. Like, yeah, man, super duper cool cat. Like, you know, he, you know, he had a show, and he invited me up, you know, on stage to come do the, you know, do the set with him. So, you know, like, you know, mad love from him. Um, like, I'm grateful, you know, for that, you know, just being able to have that, um, have that moment with him. So he's super duper cool. Um, I ain't got a chance to meet Crit, you know what I'm saying? But I look forward to it, you know, speaking that into existence. I know that's going to happen. Um, I'm a very big fan of him, you know what I'm saying? So, you know. I assume, you know, well, I know in the future, you know, we'll all link up and we'll do some, you know, fantastic, great shit. 
Uh, shout out to Tito Lopez, man. He's uh, he's doing his thing, you know, out there on the coast. Um, a lot of great, man. There's a lot of great artists down here, man. Like, I, I, we would literally have to be sending two more hours on an interview for me to name because there's so much good stuff coming out of out of Mississippi. And I know, I know, like, I know eventually, you know, we're going to have the rain we deserve, and it's going to take a long ass time for that shit to cool down. Real yeah. Mississippi about to take over? Fucking right, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so do you think that is important for, you know, some of the bigger names that you mentioned to support local artists? Um, I, I feel I feel like if somebody's putting in, you know, the work and the ethic is consistent and, you know, and they and they really showing, you know, that that they out here and they're doing it for real, then, yeah, yeah, I feel like, yeah, it's important to come, you know, to give back. But, you know, not it doesn't just mean, you know, like, you know, I'm this, I'm this type of artist, and I'm and you say, hey, I'm a rapper, and you know you ain't really doing shit, so you know I'm not obligated to come. You know nobody's obligated to help anybody, but it's always welcome. You know, basically, you know I'm just saying, like if you're on the side of the road and you pushing your own car, you know nine times out of ten, you know somebody else won't mind helping you push it too with you. So yeah, the work being put in, you know, and and they and they and they see it being put in, then yeah, I feel like yeah, it'd be cool to you know get that, you know, get get a little extra help. But, yeah. Okay, I was watching an interview a couple of weeks ago on YouTube. Uh, I forget who did the interview, um, but they were interviewing Kobe Bumaye, in which case he said that it's important for underground artists to get their music out, but at the same time, in so many words, we shouldn't fuck with whack shit. Are you coming from oh, the yeah. same tribe? <laughs> Hell yeah! I mean, because shit, like, like we already coming from a place where, um, you know, uh, we looked over, you know, like, shit, you know, over everybody, you know. So, you know, if, if we're going to do this, you know, um, you know, just because you want a spot, I mean, you, you know, you're going to get that spot, you know. If you ain't if you ain't out here trying to change the culture, you know, make the game better, you know, or you you putting out good quality shit, you ain't really no need for, you know, for us to kick it with you or to fuck it, you know, to fuck with you or anything. You know, um, yeah, I most yeah, I most definitely agree with Coke on that, you know. And that, that, that kinda that's kinda like what I'm saying right now, like man, like we here to you know, we here to fuck shit up. And if you ain't fucking shit up, then you need to go do something else. Simple <laughs> as that. No you love know? for sucker ass rappers. Nah, none of that. This shit too serious, man. Like <laughs> like hip hop is already like, you know, one of the youngest genres, you know what I'm saying? So it's already not taken seriously as it should be, especially, you know, with the other races, you know. Um so whatever we can do to, you know, um, you know, to make this shit bigger, you know, and better we gotta do. And that that calls for like, you know, shutting out insignificant ass, you know, cool ass music, you know, yeah. I'm down for it. So. Whatever, I'm about to start saying that poo ass music. Poo ass music. Pam is your name Pam? Nah niggas poo ass music. For real. Hashtag <laughs> No love for that. So do we got a label situation going on? We got some talks in the work. We gonna see somebody get a fat check eventually? I mean, um, it's some, it's, it's some, it's some interest, you know, some people interested. I don't know if that's a route I'm going to go. Like, it's really got to make sense at the end of the day. Like, it's got, 
it's got to be so good that I'm I'm stupid to turn it down. But you know, I'm independent right now, and I'm cool with being independent. You know, keeping all my money, and you know, but there's a couple of people saying, "Hey, what's up?" You know, so are they talking the right numbers? You know, and it makes sense at the end of the day. You know, and I'm all about creative control, and you're not messing with that. You know, and maybe something could happen. So we we'll, we shall see. So I should keep my 360 down in my pocket then, huh? <laughs> Probably, uh, maybe, you know, you never know. It's a good, it's a, it's a, 360 ain't always bad. It depends, you know, you gotta really look at the paperwork, but yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, ever since baby, you know, everybody know about them baby deals, which I feel like he might call me, but like some respect on it, so respectfully with a K, everybody know about them baby <laughs> deals. <laughs> I ain't got no more talk. news ever told him a check bounce they coming to take the lambo like we don't know what happened before he walked up in that room <laughs> that's what it that's what it was that's what that one nigga sleeping on it's it's some price some shit prior to that meet like when he walked in like somebody told him some shit you know yeah they was like man juvie juvie got the rights back to 400 degrees <laughs> he's like oh, shit like that. I was like, nah, he got some news that nobody know about <laughs> before he came up in there. It's right. like, now I gotta talk to Charlemagne. This nigga always got something to say. Yeah, that man, he, he already had that guard up. <laughs> and that shit leaked out on his ass. <laughs> all well, yeah, we all been there before. We all been there. We've been upset about some shit. And we try to remain cool, calm, and collective, but the shit just didn't work out, you know? But yeah, then, you know, you, 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 you fight, you know, for another day. True. Pretty much by nature, like I'm a female, I'm already unstable, so I'm like, I definitely, definitely have experienced that before. <laughs> it's all good, man. We emotional people anyway. That's cool. It's because we got heart, you know what I'm saying? So, I'm expressive. Yeah. <laughs> all of that, yeah. All right, that's what's up. I am all out of questions at the moment. What's <laughs> up? What's up? Mom's and my pop so selfish. 
Yo, we pull up in my aunt's crib. She ain't made it home yet. Might as well get out. Unbuckle my seatbelt. My mom licked a thumb like some stuff from my face that was leftover food. I hate it when she do that. Told me be a good boy and always watch my manners. Clean up after myself. I'm no daddy tanner. Walk to the door with my head held down. Thinking to myself, wishing I was at home now. Rang the doorbell and waited for eight seconds. Door opened up and I never would have guessed it. Pretty hair, caramel skin, long legs. Candy necklace with some all white kids. Her beauty was amazing, but I had to relax. She had pink barrettes with some Rudy Huxtable plaits. She said, by the way, I'm your aunt's friend daughter. Now you gon' come in this house or let your mouth water. I told her, yeah, with a cracked voice and a stutter. Thinking, damn, my skin smooth like that Fabio butter. She said her name was Nikki and she'd be here for the summer. She asked me for my name, but all I wanted was a number. I said, my name's Trey. Are you staying in my room? She said, no, silly boy, but I'll be right next door to you. And that night, we stayed up talking for hours. I fell in love fast. I got a pick of flowers. We talked about rugrats, mainly feeling Lil. And how the green ranger get to have a gold shield. Woke up in the morning time to catch face on Nick and Junior. I just want to know why I didn't meet her sooner. Singing all the songs, watching Gullah Gullah Island. Being being Pollywog used to keep us smiling. We cleaned up while Doug Funny wrote up in his diary. Oops, I meant journal. Quail man, sorry. Late night, Jerry Springer. That was no Mari. Baywatch 2, no Laguna Beach, sorry. Pillow fights all night. She would tickle me. Watching Nickelodeon stick stickily. Whenever it was bedtime, we go our separate ways. Blow a couple kisses and some sentimental waves. Later on that night, two o'clock in the morning. I'm up thinking about her. Well, everybody's snoring. And then I hear three light knocks at my door. I open up as her. She just want to talk some more. She walk into the room, slip into the bed. We only cuddle and hug. I'm still just a kid. We talked about life. Talked about our dreams. She kissed me on my cheek. And then we fell asleep. We had so much fun. Summer went by fast. Time to go to school and pack all of my bags. We said our goodbyes, hugged for the last time. And then I left for home with tears in my eyes. I'm grown up now thinking about time spent. How was Nikki doing? I haven't seen her since. I hope she's doing good and I hope she think of me. I wonder if she knows Silas turned into Trey P. This memory comes back every first day of summer. The times that I spent with my childhood lover, Nikki. song from Gala Gala Island here on Nick Jr. <laughs> 